on the previous chapter of the Mastoria podcast, I guess I'm doing pretty good with, uh, you know, breakups and departures of people in my life, perhaps. I think that's what it is. I think I got better with that over time. What up, listeners? It's your storyteller, Milton. <laughs> oh my god, this is terrible. Alright, welcome back, listeners. <laughs> this is your storyteller, Milton. This is chapter 12 of the My Story podcast. I'm gonna be straight up with y'all. Oh yeah, before I be before I, before I'm straight up, I just woke up from a nap, a power nap. Like, you know like those naps where you just looking at your phone and they just knock out. Yeah, that's the nap that I just had. Felt great. Wake up, but if you hear my voice, I feel very droggy right now. So I'm, I'm gonna probably do do a couple punch-ins because I got water, got you know replenishing shit. But anyway, you can find this podcast, releases every Monday on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, other podcast platforms. Follow the Instagram page, the I-N-M-Y-S-T-O-R-Y-P-O-D, that spells at In My Story Pod. Follow on IG for updates and polls and questions and other things. Oh my goodness. So... Where do I start? I had a pretty good fucking weekend. The only bad part of the weekend was that I fucking sliced my my middle finger. Not 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 completely off. It just like it was a sharp ass knife, and I'll just you know when you're doing dishes, it's very therapeutic. You just go through the motion. You know if you do it all the time, it's second nature. I just fell asleep at the sink <laughs> and I went through the motion with the sponge and <laughs> so I sliced uh, the skin wasn't that deep the cut I uh, pretty much put water I, well, I applied a paper towel applied pressure for about 5 minutes washed it with water near sporing uh, however you pronounce that shit put that bitch on <laughs> put a nap napkin put a fucking band-aid and it's recovering pretty good it reminds me of a time it was well it was like years ago i'm doing dishes at home because i used to let dishes pile up my few chores at home during my middle school high school years and so on and so forth was dishes and me i let them pile why because oh i mean they're my responsibilities why am I going to do one dish when I just let it pile up and do it all at once? Yeah, that was my laziness. And my pops, he'd be like, he hated when I would leave the shit pile up. But I prefer me do the dishes at the very end of like two days or so compared to him doing it because my pops denied. He rinsed them in water. No soap and no shit. Like, when he was done cleaning, I would look at the glass. I'm like, this man fucking smudges. He even clean shit. So, whatever. <laughs> so, that was my, that was a, a big argument of um, during my high school years. My pops. So, I remember, again, same, similar scenario. This is all piled up. I cleaned this cup that I've cleaned like a thousand times. And the shit just, as I do the motion inward in the cup, it fucking... Uh, the glass shatters it breaks up 
and a piece of glass went to my my pinky. It was deep enough that I needed stitches. I was so hard at it at the time. I didn't want to go to the hospital because I didn't have uh, any insurance or whatever. And I went to my neighbor's house, like, uh, about like, yeah, across the street, like, no, not across the street, like, like two houses down from me. Um, she, I know, was in school for nursing, so I was like, hey, I have a cut, help me out. And she kept saying, you're gonna need stitches. I'm like, yeah, well, that's why I'm here, so I could avoid that. Do you not? Do you have anything on you or anything like that? So you could do this for me, so I got pay for it, you know. Uh, whatever. She didn't have stitches, but she, you know, put, you know, she ended the bleeding. She stopped what she could, and my aunt. So maybe an hour later, my aunt comes home. Uh, she stopped by, and she uh, told my my ex at the time. She goes like, "Wait, what happened?" And my ex told her that I'm bleeding. And she goes, no, he's being stubborn, hard-headed. She says some were in Spanish, probably something like bruto, something like that. She's like, take him to the hospital. And so so I didn't have to hear my aunt's mouth. We went to the hospital. And very urgent, we took the fucking B36. <laughs> we took this, a bus to get to the hospital in like 20 minutes or so. It was like four hours to for them to you know do the stitches, you know, numb it, all that good stuff. And I just remember the nurse saying, it was like a, this Russian nurse, she, Russian nurse, she goes, what happened? I said, dishes and this and that. She looks at my ex, she goes like, okay, from now on, no more dishes for him. You got to do dishes. I was like, see, I told her that. She didn't listen. So, yeah. So, I mean, I didn't need stitches this time around, but shit fucking sucks. Yeah. I, the fucking knife was sharp as fuck. I was like, oh, shit. I just chopped off my fucking middle finger. Because my pops, has, his middle finger is chopped off too, like half of it. Like the top of the finger, the, like half of it. Um, he had an accident from work. He's a carpenter and went to the machine and shit got, you know, caught his middle finger and it's just half. So it's pretty awkward when he uh, plays bowling. I think, he, I think he's played bowling once in his life for that same reason, because of that. Um, yeah, look, oh my, my weekend was so fucking phenomenal. Oh, look at that, starting out with a fucking sink accident. But I will say this. I work in a city. Central Park is pretty much a backyard for anyone that works in the city. It's a big-ass backyard. Going from Harlem to, you know, Upper West Side. You just the different neighborhoods, you know, you go across Upper East Side or vice versa. And I was there Saturday night, and I enjoyed myself. I, I worked at Central Park, you know, were, you know, uh, coaching games, uh, you know, it would be soccer, flag football, baseball, softball. I think I said that already. I think I said softball. Anyway, I've worked there. You know, take kids. You know, we have to get uh, to a certain start time. So I've never really been able to enjoy like Central Park. You know, the deeper you and the trails within the trails that you go in central park you just it's like you forget you're in new york and the whole like central park is so it's so magical and usually i would hate bullshit like that like yo, it's central park it's to me it's kind of like times square but times square is very like bleh, in your face central park is a lot of things small things within smaller things i was there at night and there was like a concert benefit going happen but then um, to the left, as I kept walking, there was this, uh, this like dance 
I don't know what dance company or whatever, but I just remember it was called La Victoria. People were dancing bachata, salsa. I was just there recording, enjoying myself, enjoying the music, you know. Um, just, I don't know. It was great. I had a great time. I was walking around with, with wine, just minding my own business. You know, there was like boathouse. I'm like, there's a boathouse here? I had no idea. Like, it was dope. So, I say all that. I say all that. I say all that to say, yo, just take time to enjoy things. It was it's like the movie Soul, when the, was it Joe Gardner was it was it the, was that Jamie Foxx's character's name? Yeah, when uh, they show the like they compare and contrast when you're just on the subway, not enjoying life, just stuck on your phone, just not taking in the simplicity of life that makes life very beautiful, you know. When he looks out at the, the train, he sees, you know, New York for what it is. But a lot of people, and I myself am guilty of it, we just, you know, glue to our phones, go through the motions of everyday life, not really enjoying what's around us. And enjoying New York, you know, because as much as New York annoys a lot of people, especially those that have been here their whole lives, they, you know, there's these moments where you just enjoy yourself. Well, you're just like, hmm. Because we take it for granted. Like anything in life, when you're when you see every single day, you don't think much of it. You just take it for granted. I think that's a lot of things, whether it be you know where you work, the people around you. You take things for granted. So really enjoy those simplicities. It's very very important. It gives you perspective. It gives you a sense of just the basic necessities, um, emotional necessities, if that makes sense. Like. Something so simple as walking along Central Park, not even inside Central Park, just walking out on the outs- outskirts of it. Like, I was walking to Columbus Circle, I had to, I was a jackrabbit, I had to buy, I, I had to buy new running gear, I got like two pairs of, of sneakers, because my Adidas that I got right now were fucking hurting my feet. So I'm like, alright, let me just, you know, just the walk to, to Columbus Circle, I was enjoying myself. It was nice. It was sunny. People were running and motivating me to like, you know what? I should go for a run too after I get my gear or whatever. However, I was, I was like, my head was on a swivel. Um, not because I wanted to, you know, take in the beauty that is New York, the architecture. It was most like, I. Right, it's a weekend. I, again, allegedly, I work with I work with kids, students. I was like, I hope I will not see any of my students whatsoever. Did not. So it was cool. But yeah, it was. Like, even just, again, somebody told someone I was going shopping for myself. That was nice. I mean, you know, again, small simplicities. Small teachers, bigger picture. But wait, small teachers, bigger picture. There we go. God, I see a lot better. Oh, so, today's topic, today's chapter. What What am I going to... Listen, I, w- I will say this. It's been 12 episodes, and these episodes are getting a lot harder to do. And I do need more people to talk to, uh, to bounce, bounce back ideas. So I know that's an improvement that I could do as a podcaster. Maybe be more structured, be more organized. But I don't. I, I hate structure. I hate organization. Because I'm well. Not that I hate organization. I'm bad at it myself. It's a skill that I need to work on. I just like to also have a skeleton of things. Like, all right, I'm gonna talk about this. I'm gonna talk about that. But one topic i stumbled upon was accountability uh and combining 
accountability in regards to friends. So I, I, sp- I spoke about this on another episode about my friends and I, how we're, we're now entering adulthood, mid-20s. We're now the adults. It's kind of a little scary or bizarre. And my friends and I, we were just at the bar, at the bar uh, this afternoon. And I guess we all had them. We all told each other how we felt about certain things, um, in terms of our responsibilities we have right now as individuals. How we are, how how we are as brothers, it's like our literal siblings, and how we are to each other. How we are as sons to our our parents, and. I think it all comes with life experience. Um, I've mentioned many many times before that me losing my mom at a young age, pops going to El Salvador, you know, when I was, I was like 21 by the time. Uh, Family scattered. So me, as much as I want to be reckless and, you know, be like a, like I was, I was high school through the age of 21, you know, I can't be because I'm on my own. I got to figure out, I got to be responsible. Money, it's, it's one thing to save money, but it's another thing to manage money. And I feel like my friends and I, were all in, we're in different phases of our lives. I mean, but we do come together and we talk about these things. But we all have different life experiences, uh, things that we do. Um, we were speaking about accountability. And a lot of times, we don't like to be told not just my friends and I but I think us as humans all our fuck ups <laughs> I've the amount of times I've blacked out uh, and then I hear the next day yeah you do this you said that I'm like shit fuck or I look at my phone I'm like I called this chick fuck I sent a text to who god damn it yeah, like it's, it sucks. <laughs> it's annoying. Uh, it gets to a point where, like, I get the younger you are, the more you laugh at yourself, and the older you are, you just like, yo, you should know better. Like, you should know better. Know your limits. Know who you're drinking with. Know what you're drinking. Like I said before, respecting your liquor. Um, yeah, it, uh, it, it sucks. I've had so many stories where my friends told me I was, and I'm just. I, just cringing and uh, it's like a gut punch but you have to take it on the chin you have to own up to it because if you don't if you don't feel that embarrassment that bit of shame and this is coming from somebody that I'm Mr. Steven Aguenza himself Mr. No Shame Mr. Shameless but no I have a conscience I have emotions I have feelings there are certain things I'm like ah damn it I can't believe I, I did that what? no uh, yeah and just yeah it, I mean it's not even I don't call it, I don't even call it liquid courage I call it liquid stupidity <laughs> um, at times yeah it's not not it's not fun and uh, so I have this deal <laughs> I have this deal that uh, he yeah he's very uh, I know I know we tell him something he and he always knows. 
So like, if you know, why don't you better yourself? Why don't you correct it? I don't know. Oh, so you do know and you don't know at the same time. That makes perfect sense. And I've been, I think the thing about my tío is that he likes to hang around a younger crowd. We're like, don't be that creepy tío. No, no, please don't. Please don't be that creepy tío. Like, how about be with people relatively your your age? And even though, again, me, it's, it's funny that I say that because I hang around people people that are older than me. It's just how I've always grown up, you know. But because of that, I think that's why when I look at 20-year-olds, 21-year-olds, I can't hang out with them. I feel like their mindset is very immature. Not all, but some. Or it's just like they don't have the same responsibilities that I do, so I don't think the, the conversation could really... Only I, I can learn something from that person, you know. And yes, at the same time, like I said, I work with kids and you say, oh, you could learn a lot from kids. Yes, you can. I'm not denying that. But it's a different setting in terms of if I'm in the, um, in the school setting and the kid tells, says something about a topic, you're like, hmm, I never thought of it that way. And you're with a fucking 21-year-olds who are just getting drunk and taking shots and, you know, fucking singing their heart out to Bad Bunny. It's just different. It's different ways of learning from young people. But yeah, we told him. I told my deal, like, oh, you have to, like, your, your behavior is replicated, is mirroring the people you hang out with. Like, not us, but, like, just other people, like the young folks he hangs out with. It's like, yo, you have responsibilities that they don't. They don't understand that. But because, you know, I guess they're, these young people are easier to talk to compared to, like, someone your age or whatever the case is. I don't, we don't know. We, I, we talked to him. We told him, and you know, we told him like, "Yo, we only we only tell you these things because we care about you. You know, we want you to be better, hang around better people. Um, you know, like because that's the thing. We're getting older, and we're not hanging out. You know, hanging out with our friends as much. And life happens, and some people don't think that's a very uh, good excuse. But sometimes it's not so much an excuse. It's like that's just what it is." Um, you get you can, you can have a lot of group chats and talk, but you know nothing beats hanging out with your friends. Like when you were younger, when it was less responsibilities, when life was more sim was more simple, was more easy. Uh, but different different jobs, maybe different work schedules, and you kind of cherish as you get older a lot more the the hangouts, and especially with COVID the. Sorry, the pandemic, like, some are facts, some are not. All right, where can we hang out? All right, is your crib available? Or what, can we, you know, eat outdoors, sit outdoors? So it's a lot of different things. But back to accountability, it's just, you know, keeping your friends accountable um, about their behavior, whether it be drinking. Um, I've had plenty of people tell me about me. And as much as it sucks, as I said before, it has to be told. I've had friends tell me like, yo, we've been this close to punching you in the face because you're being so fucking stubborn and hard-headed. I'm like, mm, should have done it. <laughs> um, you know, I also, I just feel like, especially with, with guys, I'll speak, you know, like, if you can't fight with your homeboys, I don't mean like literal fighting, like fist, it's more like having heated arguments. Then are you really family? Are you really brothers? Are you really like good friends? Like, I feel like it has to happen. You have to have like a, you know, some shit maybe builds up and just 
last draw, you just maybe it's needed. It's needed every now and then, you know, because then you just you pick up where you left off and you work from it. And again, like sometimes in, in life, there are certain things that you just some shit has to go left for things to go right. Bars. Yeah, no, I'm kidding, but yeah, you get you get the you get the drift. Um, another thing about accountability, I think something for us men that we need to do is protect women, especially in uncomfortable situations. Um, I had an experience where somebody that I knew, uh, let me word this correctly. (laughs) It's going to be a doozy, but pretty much I heard from, uh, different friends, uh, different girls who are my friends, homegirls. And they said, oh yeah, this, this, this guy is very, uh, pushy when it comes to insisting on drinking and touching when it comes to dancing and so I didn't. I I knew of the guy, didn't have a direct uh, relationship with the guy, but I knew somebody that did. So I brought it to that person's attention, and I said, "Hey, I've heard from multiple people about this." And the person said, "Well, that's how he is. That's just who he is." I was like, "Wait, what? Like, come on, no, we cannot. We cannot do that." I think I said this before in the podcast. Uh, like if I'm doing something wrong if I'm making a woman feel uncomfortable whether it be comments whether it be you know gestures actions you know if, if you one of my homeboys or my homegirls uh, cousins whomever like so what if I'm close to you if I'm doing wrong you tell me on the spot hey what the fuck are you doing like stop doing that shit shit is creepy Stop doing that. Because, I mean, look, every 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 day, forget every week, every day is just new allegations. And again, I'm not speaking towards the one, the man or woman that falsely, falsely, falsely accused. I'm speaking to those that have, are evident, it's, you know, it's, it's out there that, hey, you're a piece of shit and you make people feel uncomfortable with the things you say and do. I'm speaking to that crowd, all right? Because I know there's two sides to every story, or three sides, because, you know, it's it's their side, the other side, and the truth. I'm not speaking about that. I'm speaking about the ones, just one part of it, right? When 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 that person responded with, that's just how they are, I'm like, what? That makes, that's, like, you're letting them off the hook. Whether you want to, whether you're like, oh, they wouldn't do such a thing, but just bring it to their attention at least. Like, hey, you're making people feel uncomfortable when we head out. Uh, maybe dial back or maybe relax or what the fuck, you know? That's like some. That's like if someone's like, let's say I was in a relationship, and I'm very talkative. I mean, that's a given, right? I I know I come across as a very flirtatious, right? If I told my partner, what, me flirting? No, I'm just, that's just how I am. I'm just friendly. That's all. Would that shit fly? Would that fly? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think that, oh, you're, you're just, oh, you're, f- oh, I know, you're just very uh, friendly. That's all. No big deal. I mean, again, it's each his own. Some, you know, 
I mean, that's a whole other story, whether how intentional I'm being flirtatious or I'm just really just being friendly. Um, yeah, that's a whole other topic that I could get deep, I could dive deep, deeper into. But if I was to say that to my partner, what, me flirting? No, I would never. I'm, look, that's just how I am. I'm just, that shit wouldn't fly. So what's the difference in this case? You know, like you just have to hold people accountable. You have to, have to and us men have to hold our friend groups accountable in cases like that. Um, whether it be with women or whether it be with other, around other people, like, yo, you're saying shit that's making people feel awkward and not want to, you know, be around and talk. Stop that shit. So, yeah. Accountability. I, can't, I don't know what it is. It's like, people talk about accountability a lot, but yet don't, don't do it. I could say that I'm... I guess I can safely say that eighty percent. I, I'm an account. I'm very accountable, which I even I hate saying that because to say you're accountable, is just like you're kind of like it's like when people say, "Oh yeah, I'm very humble." You cannot say you're humble, because being humble means not bragging about your humbleness. Like that's for others to say, right? That's my opinion. I'm very accountable. I just. I, I like to not that I like to argue, but it's like, hey, okay, I'm if you feel I'm wrong, I understand. I hear you out, but here's my two cents. Here's my reasoning. Here's my logic. Leave it at that. You know, again, it. I think it's important to have dialogue. Like, yeah, right, you, be, you know, be held accountable. Like for me, when I'm wrong, I don't say anything. I just pretty much am quiet because I'm like, what is there to say? There's been many times I used to would say I'm sorry and. Do my best not do it again. Like I, you know, I had the whole like I promise when I do that ever again. I remember somebody said, "If you're sorry, then you won't do it a second time, because then you're sorry is worthless." Then, which is, it's true. If it's a repeated offense, then yeah, how sorry are you? It's like as a Catholic, if you go confession and you confess the same thing all over again, what's the point of going to confession if you're gonna just keep doing the same sin, so to speak, right? Same thing. There are certain things that perhaps like are avoidable that you shouldn't do a second time. Um, and there are things that perhaps it slips up, you know, but it's, you have to, like, like I mentioned about my, my deal, you, you have to understand and you have to sit with maybe guilt, maybe self-resentment, maybe shame to better yourself, to really help you grow. Um, like you've heard a lot in the last few episodes where I say me, 24 compared to me 21 like i like comparing contrasting to myself because it's like wow i would have handled shit so so much differently or i would have done things so much differently again that's growth as, as a person so it's very important for us as people to just really self-reflect and sit without ourselves and our thoughts and that's the scary thing to sit with your own thoughts there's sometimes i didn't want to do that because you know, maybe I, I've had suicidal thoughts. Or oh, as my therapist says, I have passive suicidal thoughts, which is like I don't think about harm. I think about me not being here, but I don't think about the actual action of like committing suicide. Like I every like a lot when I when I was younger because of like I feel like every '90s TV show had that episode where it's like, oh what if you never existed and how would life be for others around you and everything like Will Smith had that um, in the Fresh of the Bel-Air 
either it was him or Carlton. I think it was Carlton and like Tom Jones. Like it's not unusual to be one. Like he was his fucking guardian angel throughout the fucking show. I think Full House had that too. Like because of those shows, I would think the same way too. Like I think about my funeral. <laughs> I I don't know why I laughed at that. I think about death. I think about like if I'm if I die, because I don't think. There are times I'm like, I don't see myself growing old. It's like a live fast, die young. Yeah, live fast, die young kind of a mentality. Like, hmm. Who would be at my, who would be at my funeral? I think my funeral would be packed, to be honest. They'd be like a sold out crowd if you ask me. Shit. Why I think that, why I, th- who, I think about who would speak, what they would say. I don't know why. It, it's something that I think about. Um... Another thing about getting older, and not even so much death, but I've said I always want to be a father when I grew up. I didn't know what I wanted to do in life, but I know I want to be a father. Now, because I work with kids, older older crowd, uh, 6 to 12, grade-wise, I'm like, that's like 700 kids in a building. I don't want kids anymore. <laughs> what, what I mean, but I don't want kids anymore. It's. I remember I used to, as time went on with my partner, my ex-partner, I would have dreams about having children. However, in the dream, there, was, there wasn't a person. Like, there was a person, but just a body, no face. So it wasn't my ex. It was nobody's face, actually. Like, being a baby daddy is not so bad. Like, <laughs> I th- there was there's a show. I think I've said. I feel like I've I've spoken about this, like little tidbit for uh, like for a while now. So I don't know if I re- said this on the pod before or not. So sorry if I'm repeating myself. But baby daddy, it's a show. I think it's on Netflix as well too, or maybe it's on Disney. But it's about bartender, you know womanizer one night stands and everything and caught up to him and the first episode is a baby at his doorstep and then the next six seasons is him progressing as a father as a person and with the help of his family his friends I say to myself that wouldn't be such a bad thing I mean it's a TV show and that would be nuts I don't like just dropping off a baby like here you go, at the doorstep, like, pieces, deuces. I mean, they would have to know where you lived, right? I mean, because one night sense could happen at your place, their place, a hotel. Other locations, who knows? <laughs> but, yeah, I, I'm I'm not in... I'm like, yo, I'm 24. I don't ha- I would like children, but I don't need, because... I work with them. Uh, I have every child. I have a different rapport with them. And it, like, I think I said this before. It's the same thing as uh, being the fun uncle. Like, you're going to go to your parents once I've, I've had it with you. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. Yeah, same thing. Yo, dismissal. Yo, you heading home? Say hi to mom and dad. Have a good one. Yeah, like, you know, it's just temporary, you know. But I feel that uh, 
it's good to for me my I guess now not that I, I still want to be a father like I said but when that time comes but right now I'm relishing in the mentorship aspect of being there first you know for kids that are transitioning from middle school to high school those were very not the most it was I had challenging moments and life um, alternating experience throughout my middle school and high school days and I had great people around me to help help me navigate it so that's the role I'm kind of taking on right now and I'm cool with that <laughs> like one of my uncles another uncle uh, he's been my he was my sixth grade global teacher he left uh, the school after uh, sixth grade and to this day I still keep in contact with him I call him I call him Unc and you know we go to different games uh, trips and it's that sense of you know the family it's a sense of hey like that one year I had of in a classroom with them and it's provided a 10 year you know friendship and that's kind of what I'm and that's what I'm striving for because you don't strive for oh you and I are going to be friends for 10 years when like no it just happens organically it just happens so where was I getting with all this oh yeah I don't want kids <laughs> I don't want kids now being a stepfather though that hmm being a stepfather I, I need to drink some water for this give me a second now stepfather <laughs> Yeah, I don't want my. I, well, I want to be a father, just not. I guess not my own kids. I don't know. I'm open to idea of being a stepfather. <laughs> oh man, like all right. Story time. So one of the last days of me babysitting, um, my barbers and uh, my cousin's kids. I'm like, I, I was joking. I was saying like, yo, where are the hot moms? Where are the hot nannies? When I, you know, take kids out to recess, I see nothing but nannies and they're looking at the eye, you know what I mean? So I'm like, yo, where are the nannies at? Where are the moms at? And it was always like a couple. Like, if I saw it be the father and the mother, I'm like, all right, whatever. But on the last day, I remember, like, there was this woman. She's playing tag with all the kids in the park. You know, her two sons included. Oh, damn. What a <laughs> Shit, fuck putting other business out there um and uh you know she's playing then she stops uh the, then the kids just resume playing the playground and then the icy you know got you know uh, the icy carito the card comes out and the two kids i'm babysitting the daughter goes oh i want icy's i'm like i literally bought you guys icy's when we got to the park two hours ago but because they see other kids getting ICs, they wanted to, they, like, they saw another kid get ICs and get, get the money themselves. They're like, can we get the money? I'm like, damn, relax. I'll give you the three bucks. Sure. And I said, I told her younger brother, you're not, you don't finish, you don't finish the ICs. Like, he gave me the IC, like, three times the, the first time. He gave me the ice. He's like, he's eating it. Like, he had, like, maybe four spoons. Gives it to me. Right? He's like, oh, I don't want no more. Then he comes back. Oh, I want it again. And then I end up finishing it, or I just threw it out. He comes back like an hour later, like, oh, where's my ICs? I'm like, dude, it would have melted, number one. And two, it's gone. 
So we compromise. His older sister got the icy, you know, the top um, that that was scooped up. You know, the lady was nice enough to give me an extra cup. I took the top scoop, put it in, uh, in a separate cup, and whatever. So based off that, her, me, and this mother are speaking about how kids don't finish food and ices and whatever. You know, one thing is another. We're talking. Um, very cool peoples. Uh, very pretty. And... Um, she told me where she worked, <laughs> and I guess I was just like, how do I ask for her number? <laughs> I said, so should I call your workplace and ask if like, you're in, or she's like, I'm going to give you my number, don't worry, and yeah, I was like, Ugh. but in between all that, I, I'm missing a very important detail. She thought that I was their father, and I will and only because uh, another kid was asking, like, hey, are you their father? I'm like, no, well, I, I'm like, the boy calls me Manny. You know, a man, that's a nanny. And she, the, you know, the girl calls me the babysitter. And she's like, oh, and then the girl's like, oh, I thought you were the, their dad. And then the mom, goes, oh, you're not a father? I'm like, no, no, I'm not a father. I'm like. I mean, I have many kids that I uh, look after, but no, I am not a father myself. But I was like, damn, I must be doing a good job then if I, you know, I'm a, a very attentive, by them ICs. I, 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 I do this father thing. I'm, I might have my yacht. I can buy ICs for your children. What's up? <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I think as I've gotten older, I, I, I say, hmm, it's not easy being a stepfather. Um, Probably the cream, the cream of the crop, cream of the cream of stepfathers is Russell Wilson, and he has a fucking it, Sierra. He has future, you know, Mister Toxic himself, Lord Future. Um, but Russ is a he's the ideal stepfather. See, I, I'm in no position to talk about this, but I'm gonna be ignorant and just say my two cents. It's difficult no matter what. Whether maybe it's slightly easier when, in my opinion, when the kid's like still like baby a toddler and you know they, you know, perhaps they don't have much memory of their biological father. If he's not in the picture, like whatsoever, I'm speaking, I'm speaking to the term, I'm speaking to the those like the father that's I don't say deadbeat, but not in the picture, right? Okay, we'll call it space, space, a deadbeat. And you know, like I, I have cousins that you know. The biological father's not in the picture, and the son calls the stepdad, dad, no problem, you know? Uh, when they're teenagers, well, I don't know why I broke it to teenage, teenagers. When they're teens, <laughs> I mean, yeah, they think for themselves. Now they're not so much influenced by their parents. Uh, maybe they'll be even protective. Maybe the parents separated. You know, it's... And, Working with so many different kids throughout my, you know, for the last 10 years, really, in different um, settings, you get that dynamic. Like, oh, I don't like my father's girlfriend. I don't like my mom's uh, boyfriend or whatever the case is, right? Like, in my case, like, I didn't really, well, my pops, he's dating, he's been, uh, that's a whole other thing, this whole novella. He's been dating, um... This woman f 
for uh, I don't know, like five years now, I guess. I have no idea. Uh, I I try to figure it out on purpose. <laughs> um, but it was around my junior, senior high school, and me and my sister was like, "Yo, as long as he's happy, as long as a woman that respects him and he's happy, who who are we to say nah? Like, yo, you you lost your significant other at the age of forty nine. Yeah, you get lonely." You know, but I told my pops, yo, I'm not calling the next woman mom or whatever. Like you could get, you could get that, you know. If you think that's gonna happen? Hell no. If you if you make some comments like, oh, that's that's your stepson, you know, I'm, I'm gonna be pissed. Cause I'm like, nah, like that's for me to decide. Or I mean, I would, I call this woman by her her first name. I don't call her, you know, I don't I don't call her anything. I say I call her her name. That's it. Like her mother, my dad's swagger or mother-in-law, or whatever. It's like, oh, that you know, you're you're her other grandchild. I'm like, mm, relax. I mean, I I don't really care about that because, like, I didn't mean my mom's mother, my grandma, and my grandma for my dad. Like, I I love her, of course. It's not like a bond. Like, oh my goodness, I'll you know. We'll call it what it is, but I love her. But yeah, in terms of grandparents, I've never had that kind of giant connection. I did have it with my grandfather from my mom's when I was young, you know, because he bought me wrestling action figures. I took pictures with him on my birthdays. Like I, I spent because he was here in the states, you know, compared to my grandfather. I was, you know, he was living in El Salvador. He visited once, and I didn't. I'm when I was like five years old. He visited. I didn't realize that was my grandfather. Like looking back at it, I'm like, oh wait, that was him. He did come to the states. There's pictures of of it of his visit, but yeah, I, I don't have that strong connection. Like in terms of mothers, I have a lot. Of, I have a lot of mother figures in my life. I'll say mom, mom, whatever. But mommy stays st- uh, stays with my mom. You know. In terms of my pops, although he is far away, it doesn't sit right with me to call another guy, another man, you know, like a father. Like you know, it's. It stays in the unk territory, uncle, you know, because my pops is alive. Why would I call him? Like to me, it's like slapping. It's like a slap in the face to my pops, and yeah, it, I don't know. That is a huge sign of uh, disrespect in my in my eyes. But can I be a stepfather? I think I'd be a great. I think I'd be. Listen, I think I'd be a great pops and father. In any circumstance, it would be my own kids. Somebody else's kids. I don't know. I'm I'm putting it out there. That's all I'm saying. I'm putting it out there. I think it'll be I'll be fucking phenomenal. I think I'll be great. <laughs> uh, oh man, what did we cover this episode? Kind of buildy, fucking slicing my fucking finger, <laughs> putting it out there. Yo, who needs a stepdad? What's good? I mean. You already know the mom's gonna have some great snacks, so that's gonna be a plus. Like being fed, like oh, I'll, I'll eat the scraps of what's left of your your children. I have no problem doing that. Oh, they don't like spaghetti. Oh, shit, shit. That's crazy because I love spaghetti. I'll finish it. Oh, give it to me. Pass, pass it on. <laughs> oh, they got they got Starburst for for snack time. Oh, they got Dunkaroos. <laughs> pass them up right now. Hmm. Yeah. 
But again, I'm speaking to like if the dad's not in the picture. If the dad's in the picture, I mean, I'm being ignorant right now. But of course, my, my also my thing is, I can't respect no man that does not take care of their their children. You know, does not do their end. Whether you're separated from your partner, divorce, or whatever the case is, as a man, you take care of your kids. And I'm sure it's, it's just like, yo, who is this guy? He has no kids himself, too. Like, you're right. You're right. But I can, you know, I don't, I don't see it. I don't understand it. And I don't, I mean, I would have to talk to someone that has experienced it. But to leave a, a family, like, just completely abandoned, it's like, damn shit like fuck you like you're you're a sucker and again maybe in the future i'll you know what not, not maybe because it's not gonna happen i will not put my foot in my own mouth if i have a one-night stand whether it be a woman here or columbia <laughs> as as they say man up or like, yo, that's that child is half of you. Are you trying to like already start some what's it, like trauma and triggers at right out, right out the gate? Like, nah, you gotta be there in some shape or form. And yes, I understand the whole like, oh, but you know, if the court comes in, you know, family court or maybe baby mama's not. There's so many different variables. I'm aware of that. I'm only speaking from. Just a very narrow, not I guess narrow, just like scenario. Nah, you, you make efforts, like anything in life, whether it be being a father, being a friend, you make efforts. If you care about someone or something, you make an effort towards it. So yeah. Uh so this is. <laughs> I did not think I was gonna talk about this. I had nothing to talk about this week, and I was like, what the fuck am I gonna post? Oh Jesus. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. Speaking of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, Joseph was the first stepfather in history. Maybe, I'm sure the Greeks, gods, had something to do with it, but the most notable stepfather is Joseph the carpenter. I, or Mary, we didn't entangle or anything. How are you pregnant? It's, it's God. I mean, the Bible got some good Jesus, but yeah, Joseph is the first that father the most memorable one you know it's him and russell wilson they're like one a one b you know actually i now nah, russ is more yeah i'll say russ russ is definitely better stepfather than um than joseph yeah i mean my man got super bowl just saying i don't put that as a question who's the better stepfather joseph the carpenter or russell wilson the quarterback of the seattle fucking seahawks Let's see. I'll, I'll put out. I'll put out. <laughs> All right. Well, that ends this chapter. You've learned how I slice, how I slice myself doing dishes, how I enjoy simplicities of New York. I enjoy Central Park. How I want to be a stepfather. <laughs> oh, I thought, yo, that's just a plethora of things. <laughs> so. I can't end it. I cannot end podcast for to save my life. With that being said, this is the end of chapter twelve. Hope you come back and listen to chapter thirteen next week. Peace.